Thanks, everyone. And thank you, my Wonder Woman. <laughs> Praise God. God is awesome. Amen. God is definitely on the move, and I am just humbled and excited. And, um, oh, man, I'm just, yeah, it's, it's good. I'm not too sure how to describe it, but everybody that was here and this new season that we're entering into, um, is um, it's going to be powerful. Um, just having them up here on stage and announcing them. I just want to pray, you know, a blessing on each and every one of them as we release them into their ministry. Amen. So can we do that, church? Father, I just want to um, thank you, Lord God, for the hearts um, of these guys that had come up, Lord Father. Um, and I just pray, Lord God, for your fire and power, Lord God, to be upon them, Lord God. Father, as you transition your power and your authority from your throne room to them and to your community and your people here, Lord Father. Father, I pray, Lord God, that you uh, anoint them, Lord Father, with power, Lord God, and your spirit, Lord God, just to do the work, Lord God, in preparation, Lord Father, for your for uh, your move, Lord God, and the things that you're uh, have expected us to do, Lord God. So, Father, we wait in anticipation, Lord God, and we're excited. We're going to celebrate, Lord God, um, them. In your precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Well, it is my privilege to come to you today and give you the word. Um, but um, uh, let me warn you, I am not Pastor Brad. Um, he is a hard act to keep up with, uh, but he's a, he's, a, he's a great guy and I'm privilege to um to know him and i'm blessed for it um but just gonna i just want to testify about the last breakthroughs that we had of lately and just um uh just i guess um share with those that weren't here uh, how powerful it was and the transitioning that we were going through and just the change of season that's already upon us and um, I'm quite happy with um, with things that have been um, progressing and happening. So I just want to pray, actually, because there's so much change that's coming about. I believe the Lord is bringing about a grace for us to grow in that and that change. And um, let's just pray. Father, I just thank you, Lord God, for each and every one of us here, Lord Father. And I pray over your word. Um, I thank you for your grace, Lord God, that is about to fall on this place. Lord Father, as we begin to transition from one season to another, Lord God, Father, we step forward in faith, Lord Father, in your word, and your word alone, Lord Father, where your power, Lord God, and that transition happens, Lord Jesus. Father, I thank you, Lord, that we start to release, Lord Father, everything that is not of you, Lord God, as we exalt you high in this place, Lord God. Father, we start to let go, Lord Father, of our inadequacies, our weaknesses, Lord God, and our 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 low thinking and whatever else, Lord Father, has been holding us back. We release, release, release your power in this place. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Okay, the title of my message is Next Level, okay, and it's, um, we live in busy times, um, you know, uh, life is busy every time you're trying to break through, it uh, feels like that, uh, that you're on one of those, um, those, uh, those merry-go-rounds, and you're running, the more running you do, the more, the more tiring you get out, and you're not kind of like getting forward and breaking through, amen, so... <clears throat> Trying to look for a fresh word and trying to look for a break um, can be 
can be hard, but when you're hanging around Christians, a fresh word, you're going to catch a fresh word, fresh meat. Who, who likes eating leftovers of lasagna? Three days in a row, seven days in a row, 12 days in a row. I mean, lasagna is a, is a good, healthy, balanced diet, but when, it, when you're eating it consistently, it gets pretty bad. Um, who's got a favorite worship song that they like? Um, you know, when it's scratch and you've got a bit of static on it, it just repeats over and over again. And then, you know, you can just pick up that bad static all the time and you just can't get into it. The beat's off, the lyrics are not coming through, and it's just going over and over and over and over again. Um, boring. It's, uh, it's like the leftover lasagna. I need something fresh. Well, that's where we're at. Um, we're needing something fresh, and God's pouring it out. Whether you like it or not, he's coming. Um, look, I was hanging out with Solomon and Pastor Brad, and hanging around with those guys, you're going to get a fresh word because they're always hanging around with God, and um, God's definitely always on a move. So I was hanging around with Solomon and Pastor Brad the other day, and uh, our brother Solomon was talking about eels. And I said, eagles, I like eagles, eagles, yeah, so I said, so I'm going to base my message on eagles, God is raising up powerful eagles, yeah, God talks about eagles, there's about characteristics about eagles that represent our Lord Jesus Christ, amen, eagles are bold, yeah, they're majestic, they are king of the air, they fly high and no other bird can catch them. They are dangerous. They are lethal and they are a force to be reckoned with. They will rule the sky and they will soar above a storm and they are just beautiful. Solomon talks about it in Proverbs 30, 18 and 19. Sorry, that's Proverbs, Proverbs 30, 18 and 19. There are three things that are too wonderful for me to think upon. One of them is the eagle in the air. But we're going to touch on that today. Amen. The eagle. For centuries, people have thought the eagle to be a powerful, symbolic symbol of boldness, courage, and freedom. Some people say it symbolizes um, the man and, the, and, and his divine, reaching the sky, touching God, and just being free and limitless. Who feels like an eagle today? Too much chicken for dinner? Amen. The big dose of eagle going on today. At Forever House. So hold on to your seats. In Exodus 19 and 4, it says, There God said to them, You yourselves have seen what I did to the Egyptians and how I bore you on eagles' wings and brought you to myself. Who needs some eagles' wings today? Amen. God is pouring out a refreshing wind and fire for each and every one of us. You know, on these last couple of days, we really felt the dam of heaven open and break open and pour out a blessing over this nation, especially over Forever House. So receive it. You know, who knows the story of the Egyptians? You know, um, does everybody kind of like read their Bibles these days? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let my people go. You know the movie? describes himself as a powerful eagle. Like a mother eagle knows when to teach its eagles to fly, God knows when the season ends and a season begins. Someone say next level. next level. God shows the Israelites that he is mighty God and that they are a mighty people by stirring up the nest. Amen. And that's exactly what he did when he, done it, when he turned up in Egypt. 
He turned up in Egypt with ten plagues, dropped it on Pharaoh's place, and the place went crazy. They were out of their minds. They started manifesting. They hated on the Israelites. They wanted to kick them out. Okay, when when God says it's over, going up, we're going to the next level. Who says we're uh, say who's ready? Are you prepared? God is saying, ready or not, here I come. God is moving and the Israelites are moving from one old season to the next new season. The devil is going to try to keep you busy. You know when uh, Moses hit up Pharaoh and goes, Pharaoh, let my people go. And Pharaoh goes, nah. (laughs) Give him more work to do. Obviously these guys are complaining, they ain't got enough work to do. Keep him busy. So the Pharaoh keeps them busy and people start to complain and and God keeps hitting them with another plague after another plague after another plague till Pharaoh lets them go. Amen. The person next to you, we're moving. God turns up in power, smashes the place, places the Israelites out. Everyone's going crazy. Leaving around everything that they understand to be life, comforts, oh, flicks. <laughs> but we're moving. Whether you like it or not, God is on the move and we've got to get out of here. The place is going down. And they leave the place. They turn around and the place is falling apart. Who's ready? <laughs> Let go. Let go of the past and move forward with Jesus. Amen. These people start to grumble because they didn't know what was happening. um, In hot pursuit, the army was behind them and the Red Sea was before them. They they looked like they were in a dead end. Think it's time to call a prayer meeting? You only got time for one prayer. And you're going, God, I need a way. (laughs) You know when you're living on the edge, when you got one prayer, yeah? You're living on a prayer. And Jesus, yeah, and, um, and Jesus, God turns up, spits the sea, and makes a way for them. And the people of Jesus, and the people of Israelites cross over and smashes the army behind them. Amen? Smashes the army behind them. And the Israelites make, make it to the next level. Who's ready for the next level? Who knows that God is stirring up some stuff in their life? You know, when heaven invades earth, things start to manifest. You know, if you're not standing on solid ground, the earth beneath you is going to fall away. When things start to fall about you, when things start to fall down about you, there's one thing that you need to do. You need to look to something that's secure and stable. And with everything changing, the only thing that remains the same, apart from change, is the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. God is moving. Get prepared. Get ready. For God is rising up a mighty people. God is moving in this season, and the old season is dying. You know, when the Israelites saw their world fall apart, it was only then they were able to see what was happening and opening up before them. 
they could let go of the past, that they could enter into the new. Sometimes we have to see the old thing die before we can enter into the new thing. Amen. God has given you unlimitless power. He describes himself as an eagle. Mother eagle knows exactly when to stop feeding its eaglets. Amen. They get to their, they get to a season when they're growing, and they're getting a bit too big for the nest. He starts taking away all the nice cushions, starts to take away the sticks, and then you're kind of like pronged and proked in the nest. Things don't feel happy at home. You know, mummy's not happy. Um, they don't want to lift up the board. Um, you got to pay more money, and. Um, you're not doing your chores around the house. Probably it's time for you to leave. You're big and not growing up enough, um, you know. So Jesus, like a mighty eagle, stirs up the nest. Amen. And that's when you know you need to move. Not because he doesn't love you, but because he loves you. The Bible says that God corrects those that he loves. Amen. Because he knows that there is something great in you, he knows that he needs to draw that out. That's why he is stirring up your nest today. Amen? Amen. A soar like an eagle. He wants a soar like an eagle. Ah, I feel like soaring like an eagle. Lord is a, the, the eagle. Eagle has powerful wings. Wing, uh, the wingspan of an eagle is around about seven feet long. Amen? You put it vertically, it's taller than the average guy. So those are big and powerful wings. Eagles don't actually flap their wings as much as other birds because they, because, oh, don't have, um, they don't flap their wings as much as other birds because they've got heavy wings and they will tire themselves out. What eagles do is they, they actually catch um, air currents that flow up from the earth. Yeah? And because they're positioned in high places, they're able to launch themselves onto these air currents and they get lifted up by these powerful wings and position themselves in high places in the sky. Amen? And that's what God wants to do with you. You know, we're busy, busy trying to flap our wings. Now, we don't know whether we're chickens or we're eagles a lot of the times. You know, and you're, you're, you're flapping your wings all the time, and you're getting tired out, yet you can't even, you can't even fly past the, the chicken coop's ceiling. And, um, but God is saying that we are, we are eagles. And um, eagles actually wait upon the Lord. They wait upon the Lord and they wait for the Spirit of the Lord to move. And then they move with it. You see, because your wings are actually wings of faith. And when the Spirit of the Lord moves, it picks you up and it lifts you up and it carries you into high positions. In the atmosphere, we are able to see things for what they really are. In his throne room, looking down at how small and insignificant our little petty comforts have become idols to us. And we've been trapped in our little worlds, thinking that we are chickens, but really we are eagles. Um, when we don't know who we are, we get busy trying to fill the void. Amen? You know, God had to take me back before I can move forward. And you know, a lot of the times, I used to struggle with thinking that I was a chicken. Really, I was an eagle. And um, this is spirit start to, um, like an archaeologist, start to 
dig away at my past from one layer to another, seeing one time of my life to another time and to another time. I really started to see that a lot of those, I mean, it excavates some valuable lessons of my development, of course, but a lot of what I had also found was also that a lot of false um, identity that I had also picked up along the way. So I just want to share with you a little bit of a story as me growing up. Um, I was growing up as a Christian in the Catholic Church um, over in New Zealand. I was a second, I was a first generation um, New Zealander from Samoa, and we had to go through like a culture change um, as we moved over. My dad, mum, and dad were Samoan. Um, they couldn't hardly speak English, and it was a really difficult time for us as a family. Um, being in a Western world, we had different values. We continued to clash in the decisions that we made because values weren't exactly the same. Um, so it made it difficult for us also trying to live and like operate in these two cultures. Um, we were very we we're very community based people, so a lot of our time and effort was uh, based around the community, um, supporting the community, supporting family, and um, it took a, a, a toll on our finances because to also work and, and so forth so a lot of time to go into work and a lot of time in, into uh, supporting the community and so forth uh, but you know with, with the, the, the lack of resources at home and stuff like that there's a bit of strife at home uh, caused a little bit of tension and caused a little bit of uh, you know abuse and, and violence which um, was was predominant in my upbringing in that environment and it was it was hard it wasn't easy you had to perform all the time terms of like keeping up um, the change and there was rapid change going on uh, we got sent to school and then um, we were just caught in that in that uh, in that rut um, trying to work our ways work our way out um, so you know I had to make sure that my grades were up and that my, I was doing my homework that I was pleasing my parents and my parents were happy because I just didn't I just didn't want to disappoint them um, there was so much, I mean, I didn't want to put more pressure on them. They were going through struggles, and I didn't want to be another burden on them. So, you know, I wanted to pull my weight as a little eight-year-old. Um, and so, you know, you know, I decided in my heart, I don't want to be a, another issue for my mum and dad. I need to do something and play my part. And we did that. We did that. We did it to the best of our ability, and um, sometimes it was hard, and sometimes it was enjoyable, but we, we keep moving on. I asked myself, God, where were you in that whole picture? Because, um, you know, I was just sitting around in my mum's place or my auntie's place, just chilling out. They were talking shop, you know, talking life and so forth. And then they'll focus on me and they go, oh, and how's Tom going? As, oh, he's been uh, not performing lately. His uh, grades are below. Oh, come on. Too much TV. Too much playing outside. <laughs> so the expectations were high. And um, and the pressure was on, so um, and it was always on because you know we uh, we we were growing up as a family and we wanted to break through. We wanted the good things in life, and um, and, that, and that's good. But you know Jesus is saying, I said, Jesus, where you, where were you in my life? And uh, we used to have this picture up on the on the walls. Uh, I don't know if you a lot of you people had the same. They were well, some on communities used to have shrines, like little shrines. So, and so you ought to have a picture of Jesus and Mary in the living room. You know, the one with Jesus looking like this. Uh, with the uh, nailed mark hands and then um, the, uh, his, with his heart showing with the, uh, the crown of thorns on it. And they go, oh, that's where you were. 
picture on the wall. And, um, but, you know, he said, yeah, I was there. You only turned up on Sunday to hear me. But, uh, you never really spoke to me throughout the week. I mean, none of you guys did. I was going, oh, so sorry. And, going, and kind of like the light came on. I was going, you know what? I was running around pleasing everybody, pleasing mum, pleasing dad. Expectation of community, school, grades, blah, blah, blah. So on, so on, so on. And God was there all the time. And we didn't even give him time to actually say anything or speak into our lives. Amen. Church, are we going to do that this time? This season, we need to do something different. And um, as we move into the next season, like I'm doing something different here. I've got told to stay behind this. Um, no, we need to do something different, and we need to move boldly in it. We're going to have the grace to do that, and God's going to give you the power to do that. So I'm going to say, free to do you. Amen? We can't be busy doing. We need to be busy being. And um, we, can't ju- we need to really allow God to speak continually in our lives, apart from Sundays, and a, a short Bible verse here and there really need to wait upon the Lord until he turns up. Just wait. In the, you know, it's good to just wait in the silence. There's nothing wrong with waiting in silence. To be still, because God speaks through silence. And he turns up when we're still. Our mind is at peace. Everything starts to fall away as we lift them up in that moment. When we learn to do that, we are able to rise up like eagles and use our wings to fly above that chicken coop far away up into the air and um and be free and to be who we really are a powerful dynamic powerful eagle god is going to show you our true identity in him it's a powerful people serving a powerful god that's us this season church don't be busy wearing yourselves out chasing the world Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and everything else will be added to you. What you used to, what used to limit you in the past season, is not going to limit you this season. Amen. Eagles build their nests on high above the ground. The key to eagles' ability to thrive is their position um, to nest in high places, because up there there's a lot of resources of food. There's a lot of Wind currents coming through, and it's really easy for the eagle to uh, take flight. Just as an eagle builds its nest on high ground, we need to build our lives on Jesus' rock. Looking back over my life, I was able to um, be, I felt led to hang around Christian communities. Every time I went through a struggle, look, I was a introverted, shy guy, not confrontational. Every time I was going through an issue, I'm flying right around that storm. And every time I try to go around it, it's always there. You know, and, um, and it's tiring because it's there. <laughs> I'm trying to get away from it, but it's like it's just there. Trying to go around it, it's just like, it's so such the long way. And um, my mum and dad were going through a, um, a separation at the time um, when I was around about uh, my late teens. And I was really finding it difficult to to stay at home because they were they were a pillar to me, you know. And just having them start to fall apart was was breaking my world, and um, I was finding it hard to deal with. So I, like I always do, I'm going to fly away. And I always like to hang around um, Christians and Christian communities. So I I went and um, I 
I went to Australia and um, I hooked up with um, a number of Christians that my, my family members were with. They were with a bunch of YWAMers. Who's heard of YWAM? Run by uh, Wayne Cunningham and awesome group. And I did a discipleship with them, you know, just trying to get away from the whole drama and then seek the Lord. But in there, I just felt really at peace. I was getting nurtured, getting looked after, um, and just really dealing with some deep issues that I was going through in life. You know, it's really good to position yourself in church and position yourself in God and on God's Word. And um, so I, while I was serving the community over there, um, I got a prophetic word saying, Australia, got an inheritance here, son. I said, is that true, Lord? And he goes, yep. I said, I took that word and I put it in my heart and I flew back home and then, um, you know, went through life as usual and then I met my beautiful wife. And yeah, so that was, that was amazing in itself, but it's not about you, baby. Um, yeah, no, no, I'm totally blessed. Um, by her, it was a, it was probably it was the the best decision that I made. I allowed God to help me make that decision. Decision. I haven't turned back yet. We had hard times. We've had, um, you know, we had some rough times, but man, we're having some good times now. Um, marriage is not easy. Um, you know, you keep you keep working at it. You keep standing on that word. You keep believing. Keep apologizing. You keep saying, "I'm sorry, baby. I won't do it again." <laughs> <laughs> And again, and again. Um, yeah, no, and you've got to make it work because that's what's going to make it work, you know. You've got, you got to humble yourself. You've got to love her like the church, you know, even when she's bad to you. You've got to love, you gotta love her. But she's been amazing. With the love of the Lord. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, so I like hanging around people. God led me to my wife. And then we're in one season over in New Zealand, we, just, we got married, and then we just, it was just coming to an end. We just felt like it's not happening. And that word surfaced, and I said, hey, I've got an inheritance over in Australia. Why don't we go check it out? So that's what we did. We followed God's word, and we headed over to Australia. And then we went to Melbourne, checked it out, and we said, nah. We went to Sydney, and we said, nah. Came to Brisbane, and we go, Yeah. So here we are, um, through God's guidance. And when we've been with churches, and then when we landed here, we go, so we need to find a church. Because we love church. We thrive in church and church community. So we said, let's find a church. And that's the first thing that was on our priority list, is finding a church. And then we found this great church um, in Springwood there. And then we were part of the community in God, serving um, receiving, feeding our, ourselves, um, and then just dealing with our issues and putting each other out. It was great to be accountable, getting looked after, and just felt belonged. And, um, and that was awesome. And um, it was a, a great season. We made life good friends. We were in contact with them. Um, we encouraged each other in the Lord. But God is saying, stand on God's word and, you know, find a good church family to be with. Get accountable on the word of God for your life. Allow him to guide you where he may. Standing on the word till he comes to pass, till it comes to pass. You know, a lot of us get um, swayed by people's opinions. Oh, you know what? You should do this. Oh, you know what? Uh, statistically, you should be actually doing this. You know what the latest fad is? This. You know, 
that's just causing too much confusion. And you know, and then and then when you're standing on the word of God, it kind of like you're going, oh, should I be here or should I be over there? And it just causes too much confusion. Then when you step out of it, you're stepping out from the authority and the victory that God's given you. So I encourage you guys, stand on the word. Because the opinions of man is always cool, and it's not really necessary. Um, if it's not coming from the, from the word of God, then discard it. We need to be on the same frequency as Jesus Christ. Amen. And a lot of those opinions of man is going to drive you all over the place. If we don't, if we don't allow the Lord to actually speak into our hearts, then we're going to look for something that's going to fit in there. And you're going to find yourself roaming around from this place to another, to this place to another, looking for the answers. Amen. But I say, be encouraged, stand on the word of the Lord, and um, till your breakthrough comes, pray if need be, fast from the lasagna or whatever else, or from your Netflix, and um, push in till your word comes to pass. Amen. If I can get the worship team to come up and pray some of that great music that you guys do. Last um, song was great, Pastor Jace. Um, God is rising up a mighty people. He's a mighty God, and we are made in his image. Amen. God is equipping his church, equipping his church with worship and praise and prayer. You know, just this uh, last couple of days, I really felt in my spirit a shift, and God is um, is opening up the arsenal of heaven for you to get armed up and get armed up in in praise, get armed up in prayer, because you are going to be a powerful weapon in the army of the Lord. Amen. You know, the eagle is a is the king of the king of the air. You know why it's the king of the air? Because it can fly the highest. It's got powerful wings. Can stable itself and it can put itself in positions and navigate himself in the heavenlies. You know, God has called us to position ourselves in God. Yeah. You know, the eagle is a powerful force to be reckoned with. You know, because he's positioned so high, everything is beneath him, everything is under your feet. And when the eagle sees his enemy and hits it, hits it so fast and so quick that it breaks it in the air, breaks it. And they, skillful and deadly killers, they positioned in the Lord, whatever the devil's going to send your way, he's going to put it underneath your feet. If you wait upon him, stand on his word and believe that it comes to pass in your life. I really believe, church, that God is pouring out a new blessing over this place as we transition into this next season. You know um, that the limitations of this last season is not going to be your limitations for this season. Amen. There's a sweet, sweet rain that's beginning to fall over your lives. You may not see it now, but you know your spirit is yearning for it. God's sending it, whether you know it or not. Whether you're prepared for it, whether you're not, God is coming. And he's coming in power. Amen. Be reassured as the devil starts to manifest, as, his pres- as the presence of the Lord starts to be uh, tangible in your life, that the devil's going to try to keep you busy. He's going to keep you busy doing this. He's going to keep you being busy doing everything that everybody else expects apart from what the Lord expects. Amen. Be encouraged to get planted on the word of the Lord. 
to come to church frequently, to be in contact and connected in your circles. Pray to your passing or that word comes to fruition. Whether you're standing for your marriage or you're standing for your children and you're waiting for your breakthrough, that breakthrough is coming. Amen. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. And we're just gonna, I'm just going to ask everybody to stand up as we allow the Holy Spirit to minister to over us this morning. And um, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Uh, yeah, let's just wait on the Lord this morning. Thank you, Father. Come and sing. Yeah. Can I just get Sophia to come and sing, please? Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, as we are positioned on the rock still. Father, we thank you, Lord. Every breath that we have. Thank you, Lord. Spirit, arise. Lift us up, Lord God, in your mighty wings. Refresh us, Lord Father. Refresh our spirit, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. Just allow the Holy Spirit to lift you up. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we receive you now. Father, we should lift you up high above all, Lord Father. Above it all, Lord God. Up, Lord Father. Higher, Lord God. Higher, Lord. Higher, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Every limitation broken. Every chain broken. Every wall come down. Every stronghold broken. Every strong man bound. Down. 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 Every opinion of man. Crush it. Under your feet. Step on it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 
Higher Lord. Higher Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Mighty Eagle. Mighty Eagle. Fly. Fly. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. If you need ministering today, just come to the front and we'll pray for you. I just really feel that the Lord is really starting to break things off from people's lives. Step out in faith. Step out on the word of the Lord. Step out in boldness. Don't be held back. This season is change. No limitations. Power of God. You're here today. We lift you up. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.